shit. Last time I checked, I was still a kid. Childish, childish. This all freaks me out a bit. Hey, after you drop off the kids or put them to bed, turn on Childish with real-life friends and podcasting virtuosos, Greg Fitzsimmons and Allison Rosen. Laugh about the struggles and joys of parenthood. Grow closer to your children. Learn something useful or not. Maybe feel less alone. And maybe even put the spark back into your love life. Childish is for people who are parents or had parents if you had no parents, maybe check out WTF with Mark Marin. Subscribe to Childish. New episodes coming soon wherever you listen to podcasts. Childish, oh shit. Last time I checked, I was still a kid. Childish, childish. This all freaks me out a bit. Childish, oh shit. How can I pet when I'm still a kid? Childish, oh shit. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your Hey everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Allison is... <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Do I'm it. I'm going to keep going. Do it. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That was weird. I had a little hiccup as I was saying the name of my show. Uh, I'm sitting here in what might be called the podcast cabin. I don't know. I don't know if that one's going to stick. People seem to like that name. It was suggested by Matt Gorley with producer Tony Thaxton. Hello. Yay. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm marathon podcasting. Yeah. Group, but I'm getting through it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. But it's it's been I've had my headphones on a lot this week. Turns out <laughs> I'm not the only podcast you work on. I mean, uh, this week has been you know me me filling in with uh with our our friend Bill Corbett while he's mm-hmm. in town. So I don't you know I don't always work, but I got some other things uh, going on. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just hope that I'm your favorite podcast you work on. Of course. You're my best friend. Thank you. Perfect. (laughs) And we are also sitting here with uh, a return guest who I'm very happy to catch up with, Arden Marine. Hello. Hi. I like Podcast Cabin. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that'll stick. We've been in search of an official name, and also we're looking for a nickname for Tony. Oh, um, and we don't really have one yet. There hasn't been any consistency there. You keep saying you're wondering if Podcast Cabin's going to stick, but I this like is like podcast. the third week in a row you've said that. It so makes it's kind of sticking. Because I love design. It makes me want to make it like cabiny. It makes me like right? want to throw up some like wood and like, like make it a cabin. Like a big wood bear on the outside. I was thinking for his nickname, I was thinking the bear. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like Tony the Bear? Tony or just... the Bear. Just Tony the Bear. I was also, I understand the feeling of wondering... I don't like when I have a podcast and I it's not that I get a little stuff I don't like. I, I want to be my producer's favorite podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone emailed me and said that his friend is looking for a producer for his podcast. Right. And, you know, he's like, I don't want to I don't want to take Tony away from you at all. But right. when I met him, he seemed because he had just been a guest. On my, he seemed really sweet. But I want to take Tony away from you. Yeah. So <laughs> I I didn't immediately forward it i sat on it for a minute and then i thought what am i doing tony the bear how do you feel about that yeah bear hey bear Uh, (laughs) wait how do i feel about the bear or how do i feel about what she's saying what i'm the bear (laughs) bear's good Sure. The beast. The beast. <laughs> Ooh, a beastly bear. The beast. Tony the beast. Hey, beast. Tony the beast. Yeah. I like Tony the beast. 
It's got a, it's got a little more. Uh, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I, I like okay, it. Okay, turn of the sure. boost. I feel yeah. good about that. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and how do you feel that she didn't quite pass on your info? I did. Like, I did. <laughs> pretty. Okay, fast. so this is the one that you did. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's what I'll say to that. Mm-hmm. I've not heard from this person. Okay. All right. Um, uh, you know what? Then it wasn't meant to be. Then you know who your real best friend I is. I guess so. That's and funny. I mean, I do genuinely love working here. And if I, you know, if it was. If there was more work to come out of this, I would I would not take those other things. But the fact is, I need more work sometimes. Yeah, God, you know, got, the beast gave me a real string it off the <laughs> yeah, pot. Yeah, the beast is like, well, yeah. No, 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 that's not what I meant. You I'm don't just get the nickname of the beast by pussyfooting around. No, you, don't. you got your direct, you're in and out. That's right, and that's what we like about like nobody's like as direct as the beast anymore. I know people are like afraid of hurting somebody's feelings. Yeah. He just cuts to it. He's straightforward. What you see is what you get. I like the it. beast is a throwback <laughs> to a more direct time yeah, when beasts were beasts. Yeah, it's like Burt Reynolds in a muscle car. Yeah. Just, just a very. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Brad Pitt vibe. I haven't seen that yet. It is, I will not give any spoilers except for to say it's a blast. You, for, I forgot that Brad Pitt was funny. He's so funny in it. Leonardo DiCaprio was acting his ass off and he was amazing. I loved it. I loved it. I've heard it's so good. It's so fun. Where does it rate on the violence scale? Because I'm... Oh, low. I'm not a violence lady. It's okay. low. Low. And the violence you is so fun and you're so psyched for the violence. So it's playful. Oh, the violence is one. Like, I, I, trust me, I can't handle, I can't. You'll love it. Okay. They All said right. it's so, his least gory movie ever. Okay, because I read something that said that it, like, took a page from the ultraviolence of one of his other movies. And it was talking about all of that. No, I can't handle. So, there's certain ones I haven't seen because I can't handle. This is you trust me the violence you will be cheering okay yeah. i keep hearing people say that they immediately want to see it again i loved it i would see it again i, I loved it it's it. a blast and 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 i get sleepy and i have a very small bladder not to be too sorry base i don't we're mean very, to be, but like, but we're like, very similar yeah. i'm sleepy and small bladder I, so i was worried i wasn't going to make it through a three-hour thing particularly in the summer my my i get more tired easily because it's so hot mm-hmm. and uh I could have watched three more hours. I did not use a ladies' room. I needed to know what was going to happen. It was great. Wow. Highly recommend. You got to see it in the theater. It's a blast. It's worth it. Beast, have you seen it? I've not. I want to. I generally enjoy his movies. You'll love uh, it. Yeah, I want to. I just, I've been bad about seeing movies lately. It's just like, like, this is not giving anything away, but you're watching and you're like, oh my God, like Tarantino. My man shut down the 101 midday to shoot. Like, who does Who gets to shut down, like, in Hollywood, the 101, like, near Capitol Records, broad daylight? He got to shut it down and film on it. I did not God know that. God bless wow. him. That's amazing. I think that, what was that? La La Land. Yeah. Didn't they do that as well? They, I think, were out more towards Pasadena. Okay. Because they were, like, they were more. Yeah, yeah. you didn't see the Capitol Yeah. So, like, yeah, the well, you got the one-on-one. You've got mm. some pretty big, you've got some street cred right there. <laughs> Can I go back and just clarify? Yes, ma'am. This is now rude that I'm inserting this into an interview with Arden. Okay. I just want to say. Great. My reluctance to pass on the email. <laughs> to Great. Pass I love to it. To immediately hit this them back rude. with Tony's info. It, I just. 
I love Tony and I love the people who wrote me looking sure. for a producer. Right. So I felt like a real asshole right. that I didn't immediately respond. It was just, I was like, I'm so happy with Tony. What if all of a sudden right. they're like, we've decided to go five days a week and we're going to yeah. be recording in Holland. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> no, and then I'd be it. like, well, I'm fucked. I mean, the name of your podcast says it all. Like, yeah. you're a best friend. I'm nice. So, but it's also like. I just also need a producer. But it's also like when you're a best friend. For me, Gloria, I still have a best friend. Like, I still have my best friend. Like, sometimes I didn't want my best friend to necessarily have a new, new yeah, friend. Like, exactly. And I don't, I'm not proud of that. It's not my best quality. No, but it like, wasn't mine. I love my best friends hard. And it's like, what do you mean you're going out with Rebecca? Like, right. wait, who is Rebecca? Why are you, you, what are you doing without me? Like, you have another friend? Mm-hmm. So. But then Tony made some comment about, like, trying to get more yeah, podcast work. No, and then I get I'm like, that. No, I well, understand let me that. help you here. Hey, no. Beast, are you cool? Or do you guys, are you guys all on the same page? You feel cool now? I do. That was she, Allison said very nice things, and I, I and I I understand, and I'm I'm not going anywhere. Like I Great. said, if I didn't if I didn't need additional work, I wouldn't take it. I Great. would just do this. Okay. That's well, maybe one day I'll go to five days a week and record in Holland. <laughs> oh my god! I <laughs> await your email. I hope is that is that something you would want? That feels really far away and really a lot of work. Yeah. True oh, story. so the five days a week thing. Talk to me. Um, when I first split from Adam Carolla, yeah, my. Pl- plan was i'm gonna go more than at least i was already doing two days a week and i was like i'm gonna do maybe i'll ramp up to five days a week i'm gonna because i had a segment called gal chat that i would do sometimes and like i'm gonna make a gal chat episode and then i'm gonna make a news episode right i had big plans and then i i added a third show a week that aired on the weekends and then i all of a sudden i was like wait a minute yeah this is too much. Yeah. And I don't know that there's a clamoring for this. And yeah. two is working really well. And that's already a lot of work. I have one a week and then I have Patreon. And so that's two a week. And then I have to watch stuff in advance and like handwrite stuff. Out, and I find it takes up a lot of time. Okay. So I was wondering this. You host. Actually, let me just back up and yeah, give them give them okay, your credit. Hello. In case doesn't know. Love it. Comedian, actress, podcast host, yeah. bachelor fan, yep. person who recently bought a house and decorated it in a very cute way. Thank you. Uh, you currently play Regina Sinclair yeah. on Netflix's Insatiable. True we need story. to get into that. Love you it. are also known from for Chelsea Lately at midnight. You were on Mad TV for four seasons. Shameless. Shameless, yes. Tons of stuff. Okay. Um, Okay, so you host. Will you accept this rose? Yes, it's I a was a guest some yes, time ago, but you're not watching this. No, you didn't watch. I'm not. You I'm have not. two babies now. You're busy. I do. You have two babies. I feel like if I don't, here's the thing: if I don't get in early enough, I, then get I don't it. know what's going on. But the early shows are a little bit. They're there's too many people. It's yeah. too many people. What's what's the sweet spot? I mean, unfortunately. I have to watch everything. I'm so deep in. So I feel like it starts getting fun. Like episode four. Okay. Because I feel like episode four, you start to get some front runners. I particularly enjoyed The Bachelorette because I like that the guys get some bromances. I like that the guys like have friendship. They they make male buds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think around episode four is when it st- stops being like the wacky costumes and like right. the 
when you start to kind of see it's like it's a, it's, it's about to be in on. you're gonna get the villain soon then you're gonna figure out who the two on one's gonna be like who the two people who hate each other is gonna be like that's around four is when it starts is like the beginning of the show I did watch whatever season had Crystal the trainer yes she just got she just got married wait was that Ari Ari yes season? that was Ari season that was not a great season no because he was so gross mm-hmm. um, who did he end up with he picked Becca and then he was like oh I feel like the longer we're together the more it's closing the door on my chance with the other one she's like that's what happens when you're engaged and then he dumped her and went with the other one and they just had a baby what yeah and wait who was the other one her name was Lauren this is gonna sound really mean she I'm sure she's a lovely person but Mm. on air it was like a piece of cardboard um, Debbie Ryan, who does my, it was like the first time she'd ever watched that show. She watched, she said, she looks like a baby who's just discovered like a wind from a fan for the first, like, like just like, there was just like sort of nothing there. And it was like, oh, like that's wind. Like there was just, and I felt like that really summed it up. It's like, this this person who's a baby who's just felt wind on a fan. And so it's like, <laughs> there was a good description. Like it's so specific and almost like that really sums it up. Like there was just sort of no there. She would just be like, wow, I like that. Wow. <laughs> You got like I think New York Magazine added up all the words she said in the entire season, and it was like twenty-seven words total. <laughs> and like, and she she just had his baby. Um, didn't she do something weird with bones, or am I thinking of someone else? There was oh, a taxidermist, yeah. Kendall, who ended up with grocery store <laughs> Joe from Paradise, and Kendall had a twin sister, right? Um, there were twins, Haley. And, I don't know. I'm so okay. deep in. It's like I'm a garbage person, guys. I'm a no, full garbage person. You know person. what I've become obsessed with? Talk to me. The Hills New Beginnings. Okay. I haven't watched it yet, but I want to hear. Tell me. How's Misha Barton? How's Spidey? She's really good. How's Spidey? How's I, Audrina? You are going to love it. Tell me everything. I did not intend to watch it. Okay. I should I was, watch it. I should watch it. I was a, like I was into the hills back then, but yeah. um, in the same way, like I'm into Kleenex. Sure, like, right? I yeah, use whatever. it when my nose. It's not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not not passionate about it, but I'm familiar with yeah, it. Yeah, right. Sure. That's my memory of it. So then I heard they were rebooting it, and I was like, mm, I don't. There's not a need in my life for this. No. I don't even have a chance to watch Vanderpump Rules. Which no, I used yeah, to be you're, you're too busy. But then I started watching it, and. Very quickly, I became yeah. obsessed with it. I, okay, I think okay, that they're okay. so shiny and tan and okay, they have okay. great teeth. And it's um, fascinating to see beautiful people who've put a face on a face. Yeah. So it's like they were beautiful to begin with and they're still beautiful, but they've placed a new face on top of their Stephanie. pretty old face. And you're like, "What? Yeah. how do you do that? Like, I, what did you do? What happened to become that new face? Weirdly, Heidi's new face has aged better. Like at the time that felt, yeah. I was very, I felt very sad yeah because i liked her first face i loved her face i liked audrina's first face audrina i don't know what she did teeth i feel like her teeth have really her teeth really enter the room before she does her teeth because she was so cute and those teeth you got if you're gonna go for new teeth guys really size it down yeah don't go for the chiclets um She's got a different color hair now, too. Okay. They all have babies. Okay. And uh, yeah, Heidi's face has aged well. And I think maybe it's because her face always belonged on like a 30-year-old and all of a sudden it was a 19-year-old or something. Um, Weirdly, Spencer, who I never really liked a lot, he's like very like, well, he's pretty likable. I mean, they've been together. They've yeah. stuck it out. I'm trying to get them on this podcast because uh, they have a obviously, podcast. Obviously, it's obviously. called "Make Spidey Famous Again." So I w- I'm trying to get them on this podcast. Spencer, there's 
and you've not been able to execute that? They're saying no? They haven't responded yet. How do you reach out? Like, say, what's your plan of attack? So I found out that their podcast was on Podcast One. Great. And someone from Podcast One reached out to me to see if I wanted to have Joey Fatone on. And I said yes. And I had him on. And then I was on... Did you know Joey has a podcast? No, but I I know a fun fact about Joey. What is that? Okay, so I have a new friend that I like a lot, and it's Lance Bass. Okay, I want to be friends with Lance Bass. He's the best. I love Lance Bass, and Lance is my new friend, and we want to apply to be on The Amazing Race together. We should. And Joey Fatone was his tightest friend in, in sync, Yeah. and they're totally living their best life now. They like nailed it with Coachella and everything, and allegedly, back in the day... um. A while, like Joey Fatone with this his might, in-sync earn, earnings, no, go ahead. he purchased um, he purchased uh, a house with like a full water park in the back and a oh my God. fully functional. He built a fully functional Benihana with a Benihana chef under the like in the grotto of the slides in his yard he like loved benihana and he built his own benihana is that not the best thing ever and then he got divorced and he had a hard time he had to sell it because and it was hard to sell because he had a benihana in his the yard the fact that i didn't talk to him about right? <laughs> lance bass where were you come on lance bass, yeah. isn't that the best that's thing amazing. you've ever and i you, love like that's wow. like a that's like a young guy who's made money who's living his best right. life i'm so happy that's, for him yes that is like i had a dream it was like one of the best dreams I ever had tell when me, I was tell a little me, tell kid. Tell me, tell me, tell me, um, There were three little doors in the back of my closet. Love these dreams. And I think this was before I'd read Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe. Great. I love it. One of them led to um, like a roller coaster Great. where you'd sit in like a little box, like a, I don't know what a box car is, but in my mind, this is what, it, you sit in a little box that yeah. was on a track and it Great. would go onto a roller coaster. Great. Love it. Another one led to an elevator. Love it. And another one led to, and it's funny that in my young mind, this was exciting, an escalator in a mall. I mean, <laughs> I just watched Stranger Things, and I have to say, I love that they're bringing the mall back. I hope that Stranger Things, I hope that they help revitalize the American mall, because malls back in the day were a blast. Yeah. Malls were a blast. I don't enjoy malls anymore. No, they're awful. They're uh, awful. But back Have in the malls day, changed, or have we changed? I think malls, and I think both malls and probably also where we live. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Orange County, California. Okay. So you grew up near more exciting things. For me, going to the mall was like, wow. You grew up in Rhode Island. I grew up in a tiny town in Rhode Island, like a general store. So if I'm going to the mall, ooh. <laughs> How, like, was it a, did you have to pack up the wagon? How'd oh, it go? yeah. We're crossing state lines. We're going from Rhode Island to Massachusetts. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like 40 minutes away. We're going to the mall. So exciting. I mean, we got an Orange Julius. We got a Spencer's Gift. We got to go to the arcade. We're going to go to the movies. Like, it's just everything you want from your mall experience. Did your early dating coincide with hanging out at a mall? Uh, yeah. Please yeah. tell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you go to the... I remember Michael Bartholomew, eighth grade. Oh, I had such a crush on him. I, I just... I was trying to get my first kiss. Like, I really... And I, my friend Cheryl Tamagini and I would, like, put little, like pillows between ourselves like to mimic like the arm of a movie theater so because i remember going to some dates i remember uh, chris severance had gone and like put his arm around me but like i needed to get my kiss <laughs> and uh, so we would like practice like how do you maneuver to get from the arm around to like the little like like how do you get the like how do you get that kiss and um i remember going we saw ishtar <laughs> and uh i like i and i do remember ultimately 
I got Michael Bartholomew did kiss me at his house watching like a VHS copy of The Shining. Oh, wow. And it was like, oh, I'm scared. Oh, you know, like curling in. <laughs> and we both had braces and that was in ninth grade. But now, the mall, yeah. was this when you, in your own words, looked like a young gentleman? Oh, for sure. I was starting to grow out of it, but like, oh, for sure. I mean, you've seen, you probably saw one recently. I did. It yeah. was amazing. It's amazing. Um, it's amazing. People think I'm exaggerating until they see it. I and thought then, so. And then yeah, I saw yeah, it yeah. And like, oh, you really do look like a cute little boy yeah. with short red hair. No, I'm like full Ron Weasley. <laughs> I am like in a, in a very nice young man. <laughs> I'm a handsome young ginger man. Not even handsome. I'm just like a cute little red-headed boy. And people think I'm being self-deprecating. I'll show you. I'm going to share with you. Beast. Get ready, Beast. You're going to think I'm exaggerating? <laughs> and then, and again, there's so many... Um, there's so many. Ooh, while you find this picture for Beast, I'm going to talk to you guys about some wonderful sheets. Do it. Now, that is not a good segue. Oh, I'll wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. me see. All right. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so, look at that. Look at how much That's... hair I have, too. I have so much hair. And look at the, <sighs> look at the comb part on that. It's impressive. It's not. I'm not uh, exaggerating. When you're also I, dressed like a little boy. I mean, that was on. Not, my mom dressed me in my brother's clothes. This was like the girl version of it that day. How old are you there? I'm going to guess looking at her, looking at him. She's, <laughs> he's probably like seven. I feel like that's about seven. Yeah. I mean, I'll pull up one that's a little older and it'll really. This is me. I'll, I'll let you talk about sheets for a second. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. Uh, Brooklyn in. I love my Brooklyn. Do you have Brooklyn and sheets, Arden? No, need them. I love. Sh- I am. A, I am a design whore. My fr- I'm designing my friend's house up in Berkeley right now. Des- Brooklyn and sheets. They're so. They're really good quality. They are not insanely priced. Okay. Uh, they have a bunch of different colors and patterns. I have uh, blue and white striped, and I have one set of them, and I really need to get another one because I take them off the bed, wash them, and then put them immediately back I on. Want Even I want a I want them. I own more sheets than this, but yeah. they're just my favorite. I want uh, them. Yeah. They have 35,000 five-plus star reviews, more than any other bedding company, half a million happy sleepers and counting. They have... Uh, 12 beautiful linen colors and patterns to choose from. So they also have a, a non-linen line as well. Um, it's in their name, so you know it's good. Brooklinen's newest linen collection is amazing. I couldn't recommend their products more for graduates, newlyweds, friends, or family are treating yourself to the bedroom upgrade you deserve. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer just for my listeners. Get 10% off and free shipping when you use promo code BESTFRIEND at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get 10% off and free shipping is to use promo code BESTFRIEND at brooklinen.com that's b-r-o-o-k-l-i-n-e-n.com promo code best friend brooklyn and these are the best sheets ever i get it brooklinen i yes. thought it was brooklyn i know in. a lot of people thought that. it's brooklinen i get brooklyn. it okay cool i like that that sounds appealing to me okay wait here They're we great. go this is me growing into my girlhood trying to get a kiss 
That's yeah. Barb from Stranger that's Things. That's why I'm turning to Barb. Oh my gosh! But you look—you're at least so like cute. I can—I can see you in that. <laughs> Whereas the other one, I couldn't at all. <laughs> I mean, Aww. look. Here's the thing: when people are like, "How do you get into comedy?" It's like, well, you need—you need empathy and humanity because maybe early on you got to defend yourself a little bit. You know? You know what I remember you saying? Which Tell is fascinating. me. You said that something you discovered was a commonality among all women in comedy was that they had like weird or messed up relationships with some some sort of issue with their dad everybody at mad tv when i was on now i don't know about stephanie Weir, so i can't speak for stephanie Weir. but when i was on every gal had something up with her dad the dad was either gone or was like an alcoholic mm-hmm. or like there was there was some dad thing with, and- your Everybody. dad didn't want to be a dad, right? My dad did not want to be a dad very openly, and he was like a big booze hound, but he he stopped drinking, but still was like, no, not super daddy. Is your dad still around? He is not. He is not. And I know that your mom recently passed away, right? Yeah, it's been a horrible two years. Yeah. 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 Wait, did you lose both of them in the same? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did your dad died first? Yeah, he died like a year and a half ago. And oh, I didn't she, realize it was that yeah. soon. They were still, were they still married? They were still married. Yeah, this has just been, yeah, she died four months ago. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was, she just died. She just wasn't sick. It was crazy. You, you don't know what caused it? She was just making breakfast. It was just like, she just died. I think maybe a heart attack? Yeah. Uh, horrible. Wow. Horrible. Because I know that, that you're... Thank you. Wait, you don't know at all what happened? They think it was a heart attack. They didn't do an autopsy. Are you, how does that affect you not knowing? I mean, I don't know. I mean, the thought of them cutting up my mom yeah. is like, it's either going to be a, like a heart attack, a stroke, or a brain aneurysm, probably. Right. So like, my brother and I were talking about it. I saw him last night and we were like, you know... I think it's like one of those things. I think we both at some point go get cardiologists and just go get like stress tests here and there. So my mm-hmm. dad had heart attacks too. So I think you just like, you know, it is what it is. Right. I know that you are super close to your mom. Yeah. I, so I read um, your a lot of your Instagram posts yeah. around the time that your mom died. And yeah. And it was just heartbreaking it was tough i mean both times so crazy like both times he died right before season one of insatiable and so like he died and then maybe like three weeks later i had to go to atlanta for five months and then we were back for this which was hard you know because i didn't really know everybody Mm -hmm. and you're fine you know you're i was across the country from any my friends and family and then but he was sick for a long time, but it was hard. And then this time I was back for the second season and we were in the first episode and I made I made the error of like, I was like, oh my God, it's so much better being here without a newly dead parent. And then I was like with the gals and we went to like a twerking, twerk out class and which was crazy. And we got... I was with the lady was late, the teacher, and I was with Debbie Ryan and some of the other gals. And I got a call from her 
business partner who couldn't get in touch with her. So I was like on the phone with her. Your mom's business partner? Yeah. So I was like on the phone with her. And then we called my brother. We had nobody to talk to her. But she was like, just got back from Miami. Like she was, you know, she was like a healthy lady. How old was she? 75. But she was like super spry. And, you know, she just went to like Morocco. And like we were supposed to meet in New Orleans. And then we were on the phone. We told her basically, we, we told her like how to get into the house and... And she'd been there for three days. Mm. It was brutal. It was just like completely, completely. And then I had to go back to Atlanta. I mean, I was like still again, both seasons. I had just started. So then I was back in Atlanta again, alone. <laughs> Another Airbnb for fun. And it's like all these, I'm here with all these sweet, like young Disney stars who are just trying to do their like, you know, live their best life. And I'm like the lady every season with like a dead parent. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, it was horrible. So did the business partner find her? After, yeah. And then did she call you back? No, we were on the phone with oh, her. And we God. heard her go, you, oh, we, we, we heard her go, oh my God, I need to call the police. And then she just hung up. And we were like, what do you mean you need to, what, what, what do you mean you need to call the police? What were you thinking at that moment had happened? Oh my God. I didn't know. Cause there'd been, it was this tiny town, but like 10 years ago, there'd been a lady that was murdered. That mm. was her age. And you're like, what do you mean you need to call the police? Like, why are you calling the police? Right. And then... Um, How long until you heard from her again? So we called her back. Okay. Like five minutes later. God. And we were like, is she dead? And she's, there was like, yeah. And it was terrible. It was just... It was just... Um, you know, I will say, having lost now both parents in two very different ways, like the slow decline is horrible but this this one is like your brain just can't it's like wait what like like when somebody it's it's like your brain it's almost like there's like a tear in the sky like mm-hmm. you're like how is that a thing like how's that an option what are you talking about they were just here that was like so when we got to the house there was like toast in the toaster and tea in the teacup and you're like what the fuck yeah it was crazy it must be surreal yeah it was awful I mean, it's been interesting. I actually, I sold a book and and it actually literally closed the day of the funeral. They didn't know. And they sent me, they're like, hope you're having a great week. And you're like, "Mm, not not really. But like, but it was about my, so I've been like writing this book and like, I, about well, I was supposed to be like a fun bee tree, like about my family stuff. And I'm like, and I feel like it is still a fun bee tree, but like, I just finished the first draft of it. But, um. I think it's also strangely, strangely like there's a, it's like a funny beach read, but it has to do also with grief. Like, and just, I grew up in this very New England family that was very Scandinavian that didn't necessarily talk about things, but you know, I feel like nobody talks about it. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess, you know, for anybody out there who's, who's going through anything, I think for me, just seeing, you know, my biggest nightmare happened. My biggest fear happened. And worrying about it in advance didn't prevent it. And worrying about it didn't spare me when it happened. And, like, you can have your biggest nightmare happen and still fundamentally be yourself. Like, even though it's been horrible, like, I'm still myself. And so, I don't know. I just lower the bar of life. I, you know, I had to go back to work right away. And, um you know, I'd heard somewhere that to play was the number one regulator of trauma. So like we went, mm. we would like, my brother and I, she was like planting this um, like wildflower garden. So we made like 200 bag, like burlap sacks with like, her name was Janet. So we made little like 
glitter jade. She called herself JJ. She, right? she gave herself a new nickname, which is JJ at seventy six, which is crazy. I she's just starting her. She started sending all of her emails like XO JJ. I'm like, who the fuck is JJ? <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so we would just dance and like, but like so. We, you know, just lowering the bar, take naps and go for little walks and hang out with people and watch like Great British Bake Off mm. and Queer Eye. And, you know, but that like you can you can survive your biggest nightmare. It doesn't feel good, but you like you actually it's it's oh, so I feel like it's just like you got to feel it to heal it. But like you mm. can still just lower, still show up a little and see people. Can you explain more? I think that's really fascinating. What, but what do you mean by lower the bar on life? I feel like for me, you're like, when something like this happens, you're not okay and you're tired, you know? Mm-hmm. So if for me, it's like, okay, one of the good things is like, I can't force myself to do anything I don't want to do. Like I actually can't do it. And I, my body just rejects it. Like I can't. And in the past, I'm kind of a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I would just say yes to shit. So get really clear on like you know who you want to hang out with and you know who you don't want to hang out with like and it's just and it's not necessarily who you'd think but like your body tells you like i want to see them or i do not want to see them so i think knowing also that you're going to be tired and it's going to take you longer like i had to memorize a lot of lines and i just outsourced help of like it took me Normally, I'm a pretty fast memorizer, and it took me like four times. I just would have to like go over and go over and go over. It's like, okay. You know, I still exercise a lot. I would take gym classes, but I would like pay for like a class pass class. That's like a 50-minute class, and I'd show up like 25 minutes late, but I'd still go. Like, like just whatever. Like, I'm still here. I'm fucking just shuffling along, and I like, you know, I'm going to be 25 minutes late. I'll show up for work on time, but like it's just sort of lowering like the Like going bug. easier on yourself. Yeah, just like – you know, I'm not going to read a really fancy book. I don't like, it's just eliminating what you can eliminate. Like I do just want to watch Bachelor in Paradise, Australia, and I don't want to watch like The Wire right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't need to be fancy. I just want to, you know, so like it's that. It's mm-hmm. just keeping it really simple, sort of lowering the expectations of what you're supposed to accomplish, I think has been helpful. How was the experience of, well, actually, I'm going to go back to something else. You okay. said your worst nightmare, that being the loss of your parents or your mom? My mom. And the, my was the thought of her being, because like when she was, once my dad died, the thought of her like in the small town and living in a field like in the country, like by herself, not found for three days. Like that was oh, a like fear. specifically you thought Like that. it actually Ugh. was like, like what if something happens and nobody finds her? So like I'd worried about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, it happened and and you know. Are you angry? No. No. I just miss her. This one's tough because she was fun. Like, do you have a good mom? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not I, I don't have a JJ. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I got a really bad dad. God bless him. Willie, like you're half of my genes. I appreciate you. I know she loved you. I loved you, but I didn't like you. So like I did I got gypped in the dad department, but I did have a fun mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had said that she was like your biggest fan. She was a blast. Again, I he was my my biggest not fan to balance <laughs> out. So like, yeah, this one is hard because it's like now we're at the point my brother and I were talking about. It's like she was just fun. Like I just miss call. Like I miss. Like I would have wanted to call her about the Bachelorette finale. Just like the simple shit like that. Where you're like, I was aware when she died because I certainly didn't. I mean, her parents both lived to like ninety five. Like mm. so, I thought I'd have a parent for yeah. twenty more years. You know so. 
I am aware that like, all right, I know how to exist on earth. Like I know how to pay my taxes. I know how to like not incur like debt. I know how to, I know how to file insurance claim. Like I know how to be an adult. Um, it's not necessarily fun, but I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so I just mostly dismiss my blood. What, so what was it like losing a parent that you weren't the, the biggest fan of? Surprisingly painful. And I was mad at that. It surprised me. I thought I could pre grieve because he was dying forever. So like, you have there's cancer? no, he just drank and then he had like cirrhosis of the liver mm-hmm. and then he had like dementia and he kept having heart attacks and like, it was just like, Every, it was like always like go say goodbye to your dad and like he's back you know for years so mm-hmm. like but so I, I guess I mean you know I know other people that had tricky parents that were I thought I would just be kind of relieved and that wasn't the case I was mad that I was sad but mm-hmm. I was sad I felt like oh the missed opportunity of like wow you like you never it just didn't happen yeah that's what I've heard that is like it's like oh that the chance for you to be the dad I wanted you to be that I guess I was yeah. holding on to is not there anymore. I wasn't under any delusion that like illusion, delusion. I wasn't delusional. and th- I knew that we weren't going to get the big come to Jesus chat at the end. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't happen and like I didn't expect it to. But, um, but I was surprised how sad I was when he died. Yeah. And it's even hard when somebody, like he was kind of a bully, but to watch somebody who who had picked on you like diminish in size it almost looked like he literally by the end was so shrunken he almost it was almost like Smeagol in like a patriot sweatsuit like <laughs> in like this big imposing figure that had shrunken mm-hmm. down so much it's like it's still a human being you know it's like That's it's tough. hard it's yeah, hard to it see like yeah you're hard. like that poor guy so that was hard yeah that was hard yeah mm. have you lost anybody not my parents. Um, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. It's not fun. I wouldn't recommend it. My mom lost both of her parents when she was, she had me at 25. And then when she was like 31, 30, 31 or 32, I was six or just seven. Both of them? Yeah. They went like within a few weeks of each other. Whoa. They both had cancer, different types of cancer. That's horrible. Isn't that so weird? That's awful. Yeah. My grandfather died first and then my grandmother and she I, th- I don't know if it had gone to her brain, but she was sort of like in and out of reality. That sucks. The, yeah. Like I think she didn't, she, it's some t- sometimes she thought he was still there and then yeah. she died. And I know that it was traumatic for the whole family. Of course. But I mean, especially for my mom, because I, I think that she was like, I'm an orphan. Like even though it's she's weird. married and has children. Yeah. It's weird to have no parents. Like yeah. I don't have any parents. I again anybody out there I'll tell you another thing that's been helpful because like Mother's Day snuck up on me Mm. and like Easter like she loved Easter and I was like oh okay like I have to like look at like where like I have to look at the calendar and be like where is the bridge out like where is the bridge out in the calendar where do I need to get a detour it's like okay her birthday Thanksgiving Christmas and I think for me I'm gonna do I'm going to do something different. Like I'm cause I always spend Thanksgiving with her. So it's like, we're going to go to Mexico this year. Just like something else mm-hmm. and something kind of fun and just, just a distraction on that day. Like plan something. How, um, how has, has your husband been through all this? He's been great. I mean, he's been great. I think it was hard cause both times I've, been gone mm-hmm. so like i think it's been hard for him that like i'm alone and i've been in an airbnb for four months or five months both times you know 
you're like, oh my God, what again? Um, <laughs> but uh, he's been great. This one was hard because he really loved her. Like he, they were a team too. So like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I think him even just lowering that. He just knows, like, I sort of, like, have to, you need some, like, shuffle around the house time. You know, mm-hmm. you need some, like, Netflix time. It's been so strangely, you, I also don't remember a lot of the last few months, but I will say, like, there's also been a lot of beauty and grace and laughing. And, like, I've actually had a, the, the, the kindness of the world has been a lot. Like, I'm feeling a little better now, but it's hard. It's yeah. hard. I wouldn't, I'll be glad when 2019's done. I'll be ready to be on to a new year. How um, how was having to work immediately? I mean, very good, except the first scene back. First of all, I love this show so much. It's my favorite job I've ever had. So like in some ways, in some ways it's good because it distracts you and the job is fun. And this is the show. Literally, there's no dicks. Like there's no, there's no st- like stink balls that are mm-hmm. bullies or assholes. So like oftentimes there's a jerk on, you know, this is like a, everyone's nice. Um, but the first scene back when we, when I got back, it was, I can't say who or what, but mm-hmm. it was a funeral scene. And I'm oh, like, God. it was literally like two days after my mom's funeral. And there was like this crazy song being sung at me about funerals. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> like it was just, and that was like filming that scene for like, six or seven hours it was crazy it was crazy like there was a lot it was like like, there was a lot of funeral it was like in a funeral two days after my mom's it was just bonkers yeah that was hard yeah but other than that it was other than that it was actually nice to go because other than that i'd have to be like auditioning you Mm -hmm. know that's better than getting judged and right like but did you have the desire to because you mentioned you needed some shuffle around the house time yeah like if it were up to you, would you have taken more time before having to like sh- be on camera? I mean, I feel like I look a hundred in the season of like, I don't know how I actually looked, but like, I feel like as far as I, f- I think like, I feel like I will look horrible through the, but like, I'm sure you do not. I, I you really like my whole body was uh, like not aligned, but I think as far as, it's this one in particular, I think, was so large that I almost feel like if I'd if I'd gotten under the covers that I wouldn't have gotten out. Mm. So there was something about and I feel kind of like whatever you want to call it, the universe, whatever, kind of was doing me a favor where I'm not number one on the call sheet. So I was like busy enough that I could go focus and go to work and have to wash my hair and put on pants with buttons and then <laughs> you know what I mean and then like but it's like you know there are 10 day episodes and maybe I'm in five of them mm-hmm. so then there's like five days when I can kind of yeah it does seem like the perfect yeah kind of, yeah because I know that during a, during grief or depression like having to focus and be your the self that you were before it's, the incident happened is can be difficult but it is yeah. actually healing it kind of is like i know i've heard my friends say like you can't think your way into right acting but you can act your way into right thinking like i mean it was like the like i was like a zombie like you know like I, I feel like everything went well, but I very I truly don't remember really what I filmed and mm. it's almost like pointing myself in that. But like when I was doing it, it's nice just to have a task and like to focus and I like everybody and 
it's also like your brain can only take so much grieving. Like at a certain point, like this is going to be unpacked for a while. So like I'll have to like <laughs> we can, you know, and I did. I got a nice therapist in Atlanta. I found this nice lady. I was like, so I knew that I could, I would go like twice a week. Like, so I knew I could schedule it in and I wasn't avoiding it. I had a nice mm. weighted blanket. I got a ton of CBD oil. It's <laughs> so like, let's just, let's just do the best we can and then you know, get help a couple times a week. I need to know how you find found this good therapist. And I also need to hear about Regina Sinclair. But first, yes. I need to talk about Rothy's, yeah, which are do. the most comfortable shoes. Do you what? know Rothy's? No. Oh, Rothy's are amazing. They make uh, stylish shoes for women and girls out of recycled plastic water bottles. They're, you, you, now. That's cool. When I first heard that, I was like, are they like jellies? Mm-hmm. No, not at all. I used to have a pair in here that I would... It, like similar to the fabric of your hat right like there. A like a raffia. Nat- yeah. yeah, like a natural. That's like It feels a woven, like a natural like a fiber. Great. It's amazing. Uh, they're super popular, very highly rated. They introduce new styles and new patterns a lot, and then those sell out really fast. So people become addicted to Rothy's. And that's they have cool. have to get tons of pairs. Meghan Markle wore them. Yeah, she did. And then they were flying off the shelves. But not just Meghan Markle. Our dog walker, Kathleen, Kathleen. was wearing them one day. And she I is said, the royalty of the valley. That's right. I said, Kathleen, Kathleen, are those Rothy's? Yeah. And she said, they are. They're the only shoes that I can wear right out of the box. And yes. they don't give me blisters. She's a dog walker. She makes her that living walking on her feet. And needing to keep up with the pups. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Rothy's are everyday flats for life on the go. They're stylish and versatile. And they go with everything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts. Check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash Allison. Go to rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash Allison to get your new favorite flats, comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash Allison today. And while I'm talking about stuff that you need. Yeah, you are. You need to try native deodorant. I had some in here. I think I might have put it in in that drawer. Tony. Can you reach into that blue drawer there? I sure can. I'm going to make Arden smell this deodorant. I love it. It's I so good. I smell your deodorant. It works. It can hang with your workout, busy yes. mom life, or 16-hour days. I'm smelling this. Uh, Native. They have over eight. Ooh, she, I, I literally put like my whole mouth and nose on Don't it. you just want to eat that it? That smells, you know what that smells like? A spa? That mm-hmm. smells like a rich lady. It's lavender and rose. That smells like she takes care of herself. They have different scents. Lavender and rose, <laughs> cucumber and mint, eucalyptus and mint, coconut and vanilla. It smells so good and it's and it works. Yeah. It doesn't have aluminum. No, that's they have good. Over eight thousand five star reviews. Uh yeah, it's great. And that's it just, good. I've always been looking. I've tried. I've tried things and then I stink, so I'll try this. Try I'll this try one. This. Yeah, it I can don't keep up. Sting. It can keep up with you. I, I mean, you'll smell like a spa. I need to smell like a rich lady. That's exciting. <laughs> For twenty percent off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code Best Friend during checkout. That's twenty percent off your first purchase by visiting nativedeodorant n a t i v e deodorant.com and using promo code Best Friend during checkout. Okay. Uh, yes. How did you find a therapist in Atlanta? And the reason I ask is because I am all about therapy and I think most of my listeners 
many or many of my listeners are too actually one time i took a little poll Talk i feel like me. it was like slightly over 50 percent had been in therapy okay so not so only like half of them let's yeah say. yeah yeah but i think a question i get a lot is like well how do you find a good therapist yes well i'd had a years ago i had a really good therapist in new york and then i came out here and i had not a very good therapist mm. here so i hadn't been in therapy for a while and i was like you know what I'm not going to pull my... This is too large for my friends and family. <laughs> this is too large of... Nobody knows what to do. I didn't know what to do. I was like, two two in a row? I just got back up from that other son of a gun, you know? <laughs> so I, I knew I was curious about... I knew I was curious about that. That what is it? EMDR. EMDR. I was curious. What my friends had done. I was like, all right, I'll try that. I was already curious about it. Um, and then I was like, well, here's my chance to go try therapy with EMDR because guess I'm going back to therapy. And uh, particularly being far away, it's like, oh my, what am I going to cry to all these like 25 year olds are just trying to do their Netflix? Show? How old is Debbie Ryan? The She's star 26. Of- okay. She's a fucking delight. Like I adore her. She actually ended up being a very close friend. Like you just never know. I didn't realize. I thought she was younger, but only. Only because she's uh, an Instagram. I mean, she's a Disney star. She's so cute. Such a bright light. Like, I just yeah, loved her. Great. But like, you know, this is uh, this is too much for anyone, much less your coworker. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, so I knew I had some friends in Atlanta who really were sort of like helper bees. And I know that they had been part of like they'd been in like 12 step communities and stuff like that. And I figured they might know somebody. So I asked her, I was like, can you give me like four or five names? Like I just asked around. So That's smart because you wanted to then have a, to be able to choose between. Yeah, them. I wanted to be able to choose. So then I and I want I knew I wanted a grief specialist and I knew I wanted EMDR. EMDR. So I, I Googled all of them that I got. And I think quite honestly, a lot of the names were probably from the recovery community. Mm-hmm. And um and it was helpful. And like, so there was a variety of different kinds of people. And uh, so I just randomly picked this lady and I lucked out. She was great. Um, she was not crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She wasn't. She, and it was just like, she was fun. And, uh, but she was very helpful. And it was really nice just to know that I had scheduled sessions. It helped me be okay when I had to be okay because I had scheduled sessions right. to go collapse. Right. I had to make sure I didn't have like a table read afterwards. It had to be a day where I had nothing. How uh, how did you find EM? No, sorry, not how did you find. What did, what I think did of you it? think of it? Okay, yeah. I was nervous about it because I was like, what? What? And I loved it. I did the kind where you like hold the little paddles and it goes like oh. back and forth. Because I know there's ones where your eyes are open. Yeah. So you, I did one where you put on almost like a 1983 like Walkman earphone. So there's like a beep that goes back and forth between your ears. Mm-hmm. And then like, and then you hold these paddles and like the, the sensation and the paddles go back and forth. And you start with, she had me write out like this timeline of sort of so for a while in the beginning when i was there we just talked about Mm -hmm. my mom like we didn't immediately go in yeah Yeah. so then like a couple months in she's like do you want to just try i was like yeah Yeah, so um so we 
So you talk about certain things or like just certain big wounds in the past. I had no idea how it worked. Mm-hmm. So like one of them, you know, like like there was like my, I lost my virginity and this girl like slept, my best friend slept with him the next mm-hmm. day. You know, and like things like that were like, which really was so painful. Yeah, and like, but like, and then I had like trust issues for a while. But like you basically write out your whole life with like the high points and the low points of like your wins and your victories and the things for whatever reason or Somebody said something terrible to you that just whatever reason it got under your skin or something happened. So you pick an event and then you sort of start with that and you, it's very, you kind of have to suspend like the, the New England girl in me had to suspend like it's, it's almost like doing some like you're talking to your little per like you're back in it's sort of first person like you're back in and you're five. It was a little <laughs> bit of that, but I actually found it really because you're rewiring your brain mm-hmm. and you're kind of going back through the experience and you're kind of rework, like having kind of different outcomes of things. And so you start with the, if there was like a wound, like that high school one or whatever, like they're like, was there something that was even younger that felt like a similar mm-hmm. betrayal? Like try to find your earliest right. version of whatever the hurt is. So it could be like a betrayal or whatever. And uh, I really, I liked it. I found it. I thought it was going to be scary. I'd been warned that you might have some nightmares and like, oh, like it's going to bring stuff up. Yeah, and I get flooded. I felt like I had a few crazy dreams, but like overall, it was really cool and not. It wasn't a dark. It wasn't a dark, spooky. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like cobwebby. It was like kind of like, oh, that's interesting. I liked it. I would do it again. Do you feel like it reduced your trauma? I feel like with the things that I did it for. I do. I feel like um, I feel like I've slept better. I always had trouble sleeping. I feel like, and and if I was going to sleep badly, it would be now. Yeah. You know, so like I feel like I've slept better. And yeah, if I go back, if we get another season, and if we shoot in Atlanta, I would continue. I liked her. That's so interesting. It was cool, and I think there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. So mm-hmm. like, if somebody's scared of therapy, I think you go and do it for like ten or twelve sessions. Like, I don't think it's like endless. Right. I did EMDR like 20 years ago okay it was that's very, early yes and it sounds different now yeah like i think that they do like there's some people had like a visual light thing did you it, do that no it was just she held up um she had long nails great and she would just like have me follow her that's what the this. eye thing the eye yeah, thing it was that eye, sounds because, hard that's because hard. emdr stands i think for eye movement desensitization yeah. response or something because like the woman who yeah created it was yeah. Something like, and if you know, cut, I don't know. Cut don't me know. off. Like walking in a garden, and I don't know if trauma happened or she was thinking about trauma and she was moving her eyes back and forth. And she, okay. this is not exactly what it is. It's something right. like this. Okay. Like somehow realized that it was reducing her trauma to move her eyes in a certain way. Yeah. So the way my therapist would do it, but I have to say, like, I'm not from New England, but I had a skeptical New England <laughs> yeah. girl inside me yeah. alongside my Orange County girl. Yeah, you did. Who was just like, uh, this is a uh, woo woo bullshit. Yeah. And I'm, I don't think it's going to work on me. So I, what's funny is like later at, at a certain point, I just, uh, I went to a hypnotherapist to try that for other things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, but anyway, um, so she would have me ch- similarly like choose an incident, but I didn't write a whole big thing. Yeah. But like have me choose an incident and then 
talk about it and like assign it a number. On oh a yeah, scale. yeah, we had the number. That's right, we did the number. What is it though? A number of how? I think it was like well, like when you think about it now and you put yourself in that situation. Yeah. What level of like trauma do you feel right. about it? And then she would, I would the like. The goal was to be zero, but I was, I was like mm, three. Like yeah. I felt like I was just randomly. I didn't. I didn't know that that was what I feel like. I wasn't giving her what she wanted because I yeah. never was like we're at zero. We were never <laughs> zero. Well, let's like be honest, though. I mean, I don't know. I, there was a little bit of skeptical, like, mm. yeah. But it sounds like yours is like much more advanced than because like the ear things and the light thing and all of that, and also choosing. Like go uh, this the therapist that I went to I really liked I yeah. just didn't find the EMDR to be effective but I the, like just, going back to an earlier thing like that's really we didn't do that I do feel like I also just made up my mind because I I do know myself and I do know because I kind of have a skeptic in me and I just decided like oh fuck it I've been hit by a mag <laughs> truck I'm just gonna be all in I'm just gonna assume this is gonna work you know what I mean I just decided like. Why be scared? Like, yeah. just be all in and be like, this is going to be great. Like, because what else do I got right now? I'm like crying in an Airbnb. Like, this, <laughs> what I, like, this is going to be terrific. And and it was helpful. Yeah, I've heard a lot of really good. Like, I would do it again yeah. now. Like, I've heard a lot of really good things about it. I feel like it had like just, it was fringy and like just been created back when I tried it. I do feel, it was interesting. Again, I'm therapy is so expensive that like I'm sort of glad that like okay I had to leave Atlanta so we had to stop but like I enjoyed going and I would definitely go back it was fun Mm -hmm. to go again I hadn't been in so long it was helpful to get like your cranky thing of like like yes I had the mom who just died but there was also like oh my god there's you know (laughs) blah 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 like there's still have your pet you're still yourself you're still human on earth right right (laughs) so you get like 15 minutes of oh my god and then it's like oh my god my mom died (laughs) yeah but it was nice I felt like I was like oh yeah I like therapy it's helpful so tell me about um I'm not caught up on insatiable that's all right uh but I know that but but for tell the audience about the show assuming they don't know it okay it's super fun it's cotton candy it's ryan murphy campy um but there's a lot of heart to it it's about this beauty queen who and there's all this controversy but it was like before it even aired people were mad at the trailer so here's the creator of the show is very open about the fact that she um was a binge eater in high school and she's been very open that she's been in recovery for it for like 10 years maybe longer maybe 15 years and her she was like she wanted to do like what happens if my 14 year old self got what I I just got thin but I got none of the insides were different Mm. like I just was thin and pretty and like the revenge like you know that she'd been heavy and she so but like none of what made her feel damaged or what she was comforting was fixed and so this beauty this heavy girl gets like in a fight her jaw's broken she loses this weight and then it it becomes sort of a revenge thing but it's 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 really fun and um debbie ryan plays the young lady dallas roberts is her pageant coach it's Alyssa milano's in it it's a blast sarah colonna right sarah colonna is in it she plays debbie's mom um and so who is regina sinclair regina sinclair is a really fun kind of it's almost the equivalent of like jane lynch on glee like i'm the shithead i'm the kind of the annoying like like the funny bad guy mm-hmm. where i'm the single mom who um i have an adopted daughter and i'm a I'm a real estate agent and I will do anything to win, but I'm like 
scheming and petting like i falsely accuse somebody of molesting my daughter like i'm i'm a terrible person did you love did you know how much you were gonna love it when you like got the script i love i wanted it so badly i loved it i loved it it has been a joy it's been a joy to be on a show with a female showrunner all the direct all the producers are women the directors have been either women or mostly mostly women and gay gentlemen like the whole vibe of the set like there's no alpha males it's been a pleasure i love it Uh, well you sort of just answered this but um yeah, how does it feel different to be working with just women? Or not just, sorry, not just women, well, but to be working it's, for it's women showrunners. It's what's been cool with me, like, for her, because I also write, and, like, watching watching how unapologetically she defended her vision and owned it, but so joyfully, like... When there was controversy, you mean? Or even, like, just creating it. Like, that right. she does it with it, like, that she's, like, that there's still, like, kind of, like, silly jokes and dirty jokes and, like, but that she could articulate, that she did it with a light touch, but she protected and she could explain why and she would, didn't apologize that it was her show, like, and she was she had such love for it that she was protective of it in a way um i just really respected how and then even with that controversy how i felt like she handled herself you know i know that wasn't easy particularly since it was from a place of truth for her that it was her from insides you know um it was it was just inspiring to watch somebody just be a boss and like and be fun about it i loved it you know what else you'll love? What? <laughs> oh my god! What is it? Sheets? No <clears throat> shoes. <clears throat> well, yes, you could probably find that stuff, but it's iconic luxury items, yes. unreal values okay. with the real, real, the leading reseller oh. of authenticated luxury. From I like top that. Designers, that's a great site. You know it. You know it. Of yeah. course, I know it. I was looking. I was looking at engagement rings. I, I look at engagement rings sometimes yeah. too. I just like to see what they are and how much they cost. Well, the thing is, they're the ones I was looking at. It's like, oh, they're still expensive, but they're like half of what yeah, they yeah, were yeah, retail yeah. for. But I'm, then also, like, I'm not. First of all, I'm also not getting married. No, no, no. And I don't need a 5.2 carat ring. But if yeah. you want one, yeah, the real, real has that. Uh, and they have tons of handbags. They have tons of great stuff. Shop from designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90 percent off retail. New arrivals come in daily, and every single item is authenticated by the Real Real's team of experts. Yeah, it's all been certified. Mm-hmm. So they're like, this is Louis Vuitton. In fact, the Real Real employs over 100 brand authenticators, gemologists, horologists, and art curators from around the world who inspect thousands of items each day to ensure that every item is 100% authentic. Shop and consign women's and men's luxury fashion as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home. Uh, it's great. It's great. They have really good. I have, I get, I, I go deep diving late at night. I don't, I haven't bought anything, but I'll add things to my cart and then just like put the computer away. <laughs> it's like, I can't be buying this. I don't need this, but it's, but it's nice. It's very it's nice. Yeah. The stuff is really nice. I do want that emerald, but I'm not going to buy it today. Maybe, but maybe somebody else will. But you know what? It's available for you. Shop in store online or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. It's good. That's re- therealreal.com. So therealreal.com, promo code REAL for 20% off select items. They have a store on Melrose in La Cienega. And I was like, they, they, they have nice stuff. I've never been in, but I was like, oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> 
I have to say. Yes, ma'am. I Milady. Milady. love your, I just love your energy and I love how like open and honest you are. And you've got, I've had people come on and talk about hard stuff a lot. Um, Cause I'm always, I'm always like wanting to know how, yeah. how it's affecting you. You're probably like the most cheerful person while talking about all that hard stuff. Thank you. <laughs> it's been an interesting thing because I do host a bachelor podcast and both of my parents back to back died on a Saturday and on a Sunday. And so the bachelors, it was during the season and the bachelor was on Monday. So I, so like both times I never was that on it. Like I never told that much personal stuff on my stand up, And then both times I'm like, well, I have to do it. Like I do my podcast no matter what. So I went home and the first time with my dad, I was with my brother and my mom and we're like, well, we're in the family den because my dad died last night. And like, I didn't know if it was going to freak people out, but then people actually like kept emailing and that they liked hearing about it. And then like both of them, it took a while to actually like the process of death is a fucking nightmare. Like it took a while to actually get the death certificate and like be able to bury them. And, um, so then like two weeks later, so both of them had like four full like grief podcasts. And then, but I started talking about how I created this thing called Grief Island. But anyway, <laughs> where I wanted, I'm just like, I'm on Grief Island right now. It's lowering the bar, whatever. But like, um, but that people kept emailing in that they appreciated it. And, and cause I didn't know if it was going to scare people. And it's so fucking weird. I've been trying to sell this book forever. And the fact that it closed on the day of her funeral you know, when I first was doing it, it was just going to end. It was going to, my parents married on a dare. So it was going to start and they weren't dating and they stayed married for 50 years. So it was going to start with their dare and end with my grandmother's funeral where we bummed a cigarette. She wanted to be buried with a cigarette in her hands. We bum a cigarette <laughs> from my 13 year old cousin at the graveside. To like stick. So that was like the original pitch. And then the second time I took it out, it was like, gonna, and my dad had died, so it was going to end with that. And like the fucking, again, like with my mom. So now I'm like, oh shit. Now I'm like, I'm like the, uh, now it's like four funerals and a wedding. <laughs> like this fun book is now fucking four funerals and a wedding. Right. So like, but I realized like, I do believe in straight, I never in a million years would have thought this Nordic, don't talk about it, human would be, I feel for whatever reason, part of my purpose here is to normalize grief. Like it is certainly not one I would have picked for myself, but like it happens to everybody. It's normal. People. It's normal. <clears throat> I think people really appreciate people honestly talking about that. Like I bet that that was a, uh, I bet that was really a bonus for your listeners to get the to find out what's really going on with you, dude. It's been, all right. Here, anybody's out there. Can I also just say you can text condolences. People don't know, like they you think you're bothering somebody, mm-hmm. and it's like it's actually nice when you get a text. You don't need to write a card. It's okay if you don't send flowers. Nobody cares. Like it's nice if you get flowers. Everybody's happy to get it. But like you can send a text. You what's like a food. good what's a nice condolence a nice condolence is like if you're tight with somebody so it depends like the level a nice condolence is sending like a postmates gift card or like here's some chicken noodle soup like just sending the chicken noodle soup and um but a nice condolence if it's somebody you don't know that well you can even like direct message them or face i swear to god you're not being a weirdo just being like i saw that this happened to you and i'm so sorry and that fucking sucks a bad condolence is 
um, well, they had a good life. Like, don't go. They're in a better place. Just wait for that. Unless yeah. they're really, really sick, wait for they're in a better place. Just wait. Like, just don't do it right away. Go to, I know they were probably so proud of you. Whatever. Whatever. They were so fun. I'm sorry to hear about. Like, that's okay. That was my experience. Yeah. I think when people do that, it's because they're uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And they're trying to put people a get spin crazy. on it. People get crazy. I have, I've had the craziest shit said to me. You can't even believe. I had one friend say to me who's lost both of her parents so she's she's tiny and beautiful and like obsessed with her weight and she she left me a message and she was friends with my mom she was like oh god oh i'm i I, you must be gutted i know i'm gutted speaking of guts i am just so bloated right now (laughs) i'm not even kidding she left me that message i was like oh my god people just say the craziest shit people say the craziest shit yeah so anyway yeah i mean it happens. And like, by the way, it's okay to get sad if your pet dies. Like people, it's like, that's grieving too. They're with you every day. Like, I don't know. Do you have your mom's cat now? Yeah. Yeah. I have all the cats now. I have like a cat cafe. Yeah. I married like a straight milk cat lady. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'm fully convinced I was not a cat person. I liked dogs. I'm fully, we now, I'm not, we have four cats and I'm fully convinced like he's like a hot guy he's like a sweetie pie who I'm if I die he will have dates tomorrow (laughs) and if he dies I will never be touched again (laughs) four cats that's three cats too many I have my mom's cat I mean, at this point, just throw it on the pile. She's so cute. Mittens. She's got thumbs. She's so cute. Oh, It's nice. I feel like I got my mom with me. That's sweet. It's nice. Um, we have some questions that Please. people send in on Patreon. I think we should we should do them in a Patreon segment. Let's do it. Um, so, but wait, I at the very beginning I was going to ask you and then we never got to it. You you have a podcast. You're, will you accept this rose? It's twice a week. It's what? So first one is at uh, yes. on iTunes. You can find it on rosepodcast.vodka because somebody stole.com the weekend we were building it and bought it. And uh, .vodka is a thing? <laughs> Squarespace, um, we bought .com and then they're like, oh, we didn't secure it. Oh. And then somebody bought it. We'd already built the site. So we they're like, but dot, they sent us this list of what was available. Right. And when we saw dot .vodka, we're like, that's the dumbest <laughs> I didn't know handle. that was a thing. It's me neither. It's the dumbest handle that's ever been made. So it's rosepodcast.vodka. Um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, but it's on. We're on all the platforms, and then we also have a Patreon one where we are um, three times a month, and we are currently watching Bachelor in Paradise Australia, which is to me the most. Fun. I need to get into that because I like so fun Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my god! Or no, Bachelor Pad. Whatever. It's the same gym. Yeah. This is really fun because there's two women that have fallen in love on there, Ooh. and they came like they came with like like they and they actually are like falling in love, and it's really fun. So yeah, that's why I, I need to get into that. It's really fun. And then sometime this fall, Insatiable will be a season two will be on Netflix. But you can watch season one now on Netflix. Arden Marine. Thank oh, I also you have a horror movie coming out. Tell me, I have two movies coming out. One of them is called Satanic Panic, and that's coming. It'll be in theaters in September. And then I have another movie coming out in September called Boy Genius, and that'll also be out. And your book? Do you have a target date yet? It'll be fall 2020, and it's called Straight Out of Little Compton, which is where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cute. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Tell everyone where to find you. Um, you can find me on Instagram. My name is spelled odd. It's Arden Marine, but looks like Myron, A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N. I prefer Instagram to anything else, so go for that. Tony? Beast? 
Beast. Yeah, I know. I might be changing it to the at be- Beast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, Bizarre Albums is my podcast. And I'm uh, at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. And if you like what you're hearing, subscribe, download, tell your friends, leave us a nice comment. I have another podcast as well called Childish, my parenting podcast that I do with Greg Fitzsimmons. And go to AllisonRosen.com for info about my book and t-shirts and ringtones and all that. And if you want to hear more which you do, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. What's your book about? Uh, it is called Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me. And it's a collection of uh, short, funny essays, but some of them are, are some of them deal with grief, actually. Okay, great. Um, but it's also about just my feelings about hot weather. I hate the hot weather. <laughs> I hate it. I fucking hate it. I hate it. it. I'm yeah. a full Viking. Mm-hmm. Same. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh my God, what a joy. Thanks Listeners, for having me. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.